This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we are on the hump of the hump of glory. And Julia here on MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. You can also find us on the MyTalk app. And if you're listening online or on the app, get registered for listener rewards in the month of March. You could win an Echo Show gift cards to Bubbly Paws, Culver's, Bread and Chocolate, and more. Plus, use the app to register for the $100 daily giveaways and a chance to pick your prize. Go to MyTalk1071.com. Go get registered. And then sit back, relax, and enjoy the gossip, please. I love it. Thank you. And thank you for posting this darling picture of Serena Williams and her daughter. They are... uh, Modeling for Stuart Weitzman, footsteps to follow, and honestly, is like one of the cutest photos oh, of the two I, of them in their cat suits yeah. and their matching Stuart Weitzman slides. I love a slide like that. Remember when Lori, those were in? I'm glad they're back in. A slide, the I, two strap, yeah. and then the little heel that we like a slide. I love a it's slide. It's the cutest picture mm-hmm. ever. And then there was, um, and it's a slide with a two inch heel. They also have um, <laughs> her in a little white dress a white outfit with Stuart Weitzman's boots mm. on Serena and Olympia. Her daughter is so cute. You know, Olympia's she, taking tennis lessons. She's really a little cutie. Oh, mm-hmm. she's beyond cute. She looks like a perfect, she looks like her mom and her dad because perfect that combo. Ohanian, whatever yep. his name yep. is, the dad mm-hmm. who started Reddit, mm-hmm. he's a very nice looking man. It's really... So they've made a, a very nice-looking baby. It's very, very, very cute. Baby. Um, so you're obsessed. You've been watching... Um, call My Agent. Call My Agent. And um, it's, it's... I've told so many people about so it. Not I, just I told on this you show. about it yes, originally. You did. Um, you did. It is, it is something different. It is um, it's so intoxicating. The storylines are so fun. It just immerses us into the culture that we are pop culture entertainment. I mean, it really is fun to see all the backstories. Well, and kind of catering to the actors, catering catering to the talent. Yeah, have you watched any of this, Holly? I haven't. It's beyond. You will love great. it. You would love it, Holly. And the L.A. Times decided last week that to they're going to an in depth story on how. Call My Agents, which they call it a comedy of manners, uh, <laughs> became an American sensation. Because oh. the series in France is called uh, D-Porcent. It means 10%. I don't okay. know if I'm saying it right. D-I-X. I, might, I don't know that one. In, in France, that's what it was called, 10%. And it got a little bit of critics' attention a couple years ago when the first season Dropped on Netflix. Right. Okay. 2016, I think, or something. Yeah. And uh, the first two seasons were available. And it was quickly clear that, 
you know, this is the LA Times reporter who's writing it, covers entertainment. He's like, this is my show. It had my name all over right. it. And it's set in a Paris-based talent agency. And it's 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 salted in the manner, too, of the Larry Sanders show, where you've got real French movie stars, including Juliette Binoche, yep. Isabella Gianni, Fabrici Lucini, Charlotte Gainsbourg, Jean Reno. I mean, there will be people you know and not know. Yes. Monica Bellucci. And in the latest season, season four, apparently we have our first American actress. Okay, because I'm not there yet. I'm Neither on am I. I'm on three, episode two. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, she's going to show up. Fantastic. But they play ironic versions of themselves, and it's all shot in Paris. So it's just amazing because they're walking along the river and they work right across from the Louvre uh, in the building right across from the Les Decoratifs, the arts, where they keep all the jewelry mm-hmm. and stuff. That, so, and you know, it's very, um, you know, in Place It's Vendome, visually appealing it's, beyond belief, but the personalities are so wonderful. And Fanny Herrero, who developed Call My Agent, got the idea, she's from an idea from a talent agent turned producer who said that the American television series Friday Night Lights, Sex in the City, Six Feet Under, and West Wing were inspirations to shows that were like dramedies. That they had drama... And comedy, comedy, art, right? There was something, and all about relationships. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so so he said, um, you know, it's just it's such a it's become such a phenomenon because it really is a story, and maybe Americans do like of people who love their work, even though it might drive them crazy and ruin their lives. You know, mm-hmm. we are interested in, in all of that, and. The characters, the assistants, the principals. It's now I feel like my time in the candy shop is coming to an end. Casey and I haven't felt this way about a show ending oh. since The Last Kingdom and saying goodbye oh, to, to the Danes and the Saxons, Utrecht of Bebenberg. Because oh. I feel like we've eaten the whole bonbon shop. This show is that delicious. And, and I think the beauty of it for me is that really in a time of my mind, ADD mind, um, and just being distracted and, and, and being able to watch out of one eye, read a book at the same time, doing some, mm-hmm. you know, Instagramming or something. You have to focus because it's in French mm-hmm. and you have to read the subtitles. So I feel like and you even, fast. yeah, and it's even a better experience because you're all in. Yeah. It's almost like being in a movie theater or something because you have to give it that mm-hmm. much attention. You can't iron, you can't do mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. because you have to watch the screen. And I just, yeah. They're clever, clever, witty, repartee, or whatever the word repartee, is. Yeah. And, and just the, um, the idiosyncrasies of all the characters and their, their insecurities are so much fun. And then how ballsy they are is so yeah. much fun. I just, I'm in love with everyone on this show. Julia, so am I. I'm like, this is the show. Call I my mean, agent if you want. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, and when I heard, learned that there was one more season, I was so happy because I was like, oh, we've eaten all the chocolate. No, we've got one more. So there's five seasons? There's four. There's, there's just four, four right? Yeah. And I don't know that. And films, the fourth season just like dropped, like right. in January or something. It so. really is. It's it's really. Good. It's so satisfying. I I mm-hmm. don't know why. And I and you don't when one ends and they're long. You know they're like forty minute episodes. Right. So when they end, it's just kind of like I want to start the next one, but can I commit? 
I mean, you really... It's good. Because one episode at a time is is satisfying. Very. I mean, we've been to the Cannes Film Festival. That was was such a great episode with Juliette Binoche. And it's very kind of inside the way Entourage was. It is... It's delightful. And the thing is, is that it is like people, right. it's not like, like Emily in Paris was a show that I just watched. Casey didn't watch it. Sure. You know, this is, we're all in sure. on this together and like people are really loving it. Oh, unless you're a really slow reader, I guess that would be the only uh, thing. I loved learning though. Okay. So I never knew this about French because I don't speak any French except nope, ask my, me because I do my, mm-hmm. my tourist French phrases that I say and stuff, but like I never knew that. Okay, French people, they say way, 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 way. And that means, yeah. Yeah. We is the formal yes. Way is the informal. So I'm learning like some new little French way, way. Tidbits, yes. Yes. tidbits of language or cuckoo, you know, hey, what was that hey, again? hey, hey, cuckoo. You know, that's all these just sort of little. So I'm like, Casey, did. let's just, let's, can I back it up so I can hear that phrase again? And, and the simplicity of the styles oh, of how the they French dress, style they're just so easygoing. And, and I don't like, wear makeup. No, and I love how easygoing they are about just so much stuff that we're hung up on over here. Okay, easygoing, but yet... Complicated. Yes. So. They're so complicated. Oh, I, so, I Anyway, Holly, this... You gotta watch it. Sounds We gotta great. get you in on I'll it. I'll start watching it. So, it sounds really good. It's just so good. And I so think good. your dude would like it, yeah. too. All right. You know, because it's just... It's such a... I've never heard the description that a talent agent, somebody who manages a movie star, 90% of their job is solving problems. Oh, yeah. And the relationship that they have, we always think, oh, like when somebody switches an agency or doesn't have an agent or switches a long time, it's a big darn deal because these people are immersed in your life. They get you out of stuff that you don't want to do. And you never look like the the movie star doesn't look like the bad guy or the TV star. They take the heat for it's. It's clever. It's so good. All right. All right. Listen, we'll be back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Well, if you're wondering what cocktail you need to celebrate today with, you should be having a Moscow 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 Mule. Mule. Love those. That sounds kind of refreshing today. Or Or mulled wine. Okay. You know, that's a red wine that you cook with cinnamons and spices. Mm-hmm. and, and We're it. in between because I think it, of a Moscow Mule as sipping on a patio because yeah. it's in that chilled copper mm-hmm. mug. The last time I saw Casey with the hangover, which was only the second time in my life I saw Casey with the hangover, he drank two Moscow, Moscow mules. mules and he woke up at two in the morning with the hangover and Oh, is a good there. That's a good strong cocktail. It is. I remember mm-hmm. living in um, Tempe, Arizona, when I was um, in and out of colleges yeah. there, and um, the owner of this restaurant I worked at. They were from um, Moscow, Idaho, <laughs> which really is a, a place. Yeah, place. Yeah. And they had restaurants there. A restaurant there called Biscuit Root, mm-hmm. and then they had um, where we were. And then they. This is who I went to Hawaii with to open the restaurant. That oh, was okay. Shelby's All American Cafe that lasted for. 15 months mm-hmm. in Waikiki 
where we had the flute player, Capona Bieber, who played the flute through his nose. Um, oh, but it only lasted 15 months. It did. No. It came and went like that. That's a good run. It was a, it was short, but they forgot to file taxes, and then oh. they hit up oh. all our wait staff for taxes. It was really kind of a drag. Yeah. Um, but it was $700 when you have no money. Oh, that's And everything. I was devastated. I'm like, how can they do this? But anywho, back to, I worked at the restaurant in Tempe, Arizona, and we had the Moscow no Mules. Mule. And this is 1980. Right on our menu, mm-hmm. and they were not ever Did heard you of. Like them? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a big darn deal, but it was just so long ago. Did you serve them in the copper mugs? in the copper marks, yeah. all of that? Because yeah. So anyway, I digress. Moxie on Netflix is dropping tonight. That's um, Amy Poehler's movie that she directed about the um, shy sixteen-year-old girl that is inspired by her mom's rebellious past. And it's a high school kind of coming of age. Yep. In high school. Oh, this looks so good. It totally looks good. That's going to be on tonight. Um, if you want to, like, this is a weird one, okay? The geographical center of North America is in a town in North Dakota named... Didn't we see that with the Bruce Springsteen ad? Okay, who knows the name of it? No, because he Nowhere was... Nowhere in Nevada? No. Well, oh. she said North Dakota. I oh. said North Dakota. <laughs> She's not listening. It's called Center. Oh, Oh, and the clever. name is just a coincidence. Coincidence. He might have been in um, the middle of the America, US. US, not North America, yeah. right? Okay. right and I think right, that's right. in Kansas. Yes, Maybe. that's yeah. where he yeah. was yeah. in that ad. You're yeah. right, Lori. Um, other things that are happening is that if you got a hickey recently and you want it to go away, what is the way? To okay, make it go so away? a hickey is a bruise. And so if you get a hickey on your neck, which you've been prone to have, yeah. as well as many others, because mm-hmm. um, that sucking does feel good oh. on the neck. That feels good to get a hickey. It does. It feels good to give a hickey, but yeah. people, they're not really welcome. I, I had to really talk to Casey. He was really... You wore scarves for a long time. Bro, I said, Casey, I'm going to work. I can't go to work with three hickeys on my neck. Mm-hmm. Here's the hat. Move lower. There, that's exactly it. Here's the hack, and this has gone viral on YouTube or what TikTok or whatever. So you take a metal whisk, like you're whisking your little eggs, a little one, you know, they uh-huh. come in all sizes, and you twist it around on the spot of the hickey for like five minutes. And what a bruise is, is blood in one it breaks spot. Up the so it breaks up the bruise. Oh, I'm going to try this. I needed to know this in high school, man. Mm-hmm. So that is for any... Remember trying to get out of the house so your no. parents wouldn't see you with a hickey? No, the only one, my sister, my older sister had a hickey for a family photo. Okay. A wedding, <laughs> Gina. And my dad was ruthless to her. Yeah. Why didn't she put makeup on it? Or she, she put her hair... Remember what the makeup... And I vividly remember the smell of cover girl, cover up makeup in the bottle. Yeah, you know yeah. that smell? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so fresh. I don't Was even know. It? I don't even know what that smell is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but whatever. So she. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're taking the photos and she had longer hair and she's trying to put it around her, her neck, neck and curl it around. I remember her blue dress. I vividly remember this moment. And my dad is like, get your hair out of your face or something. And she's like, no, it's why? And then we find the hickey from yeah. Frank. Oh, the Frank. Fig. And I can't say the last name, but I literally remember the last oh. name. And where I remember all of this, which is so, because she was my older sister. And yeah. I thought, wow, she's got a hickey. hickey yeah, she's so grown up. She's so grown up or mm-hmm. something she's else. She's been making out. She's been making out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you there you go. You were jealous and, and appalled at the same time. Right. Right. But kind of excited. Okay, so if your hair has been falling out during this pandemic over the last year, you're not imagining it. It has happened. There is a big story in the Star Tribune um, earlier, I think it was last month, but it your hair falls out with stress and trauma. And so if you have felt like emotional, a lot of people's hairs fall out with emotional stress of someone passing away. If you've had a surgery, mm-hmm. the drugs that you go under, the anesthesiology, whatever mm-hmm. you would call it. Um, those drugs affect hair loss. Your hair will fall out. If you've had a baby, a common thing is you, you lose your widow's peaks, they're called. I remember my hair just fell out when I had my children. Yeah. Um, but they also are saying if you had COVID-19, like three or four months later, you're experiencing hair loss. It's just a weird symptom that's been circling around. So no... Like it, circling around the drain? Circling around, <laughs> yeah, and on your hairbrush. <laughs> Encircling, and you're right, Lori, exactly it. But just know that um, it's real, it's happening. There's a lot of solutions out there for it. Um, I know Dr. Crutchfield does a lot of stuff where he, um, you know, does, puts back plasma in your hair, in your scalp to help you regrowth and stuff. But Did, people are. Can you take, a, like, does it work if, if when people take the, uh, what are the pregnancy vitamins? Oh, folic acid. acid. I've been really taking, work? yes. And they say, you know, some good drugs for it. Because, I always get a ton because um, I had experienced some stressful years and I had major hair loss. Anoxicillin, Rogaine. That, of course, works. Vitamin yeah. A, vitamin D, zinc, and mm-hmm. biotin. Okay. I've taken biotin. I mean, I have so much new hair coming in from places. Julia, I very much remember the years when you were losing your hair around your hairline. I called Dr. Very... Crutchfield. We didn't even work with him, but I found out he was the expert in this. Remember, we called him from New York City. Yes. I felt like I had a tapeworm in my scalp, Holly. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest thing ever. I'm losing my hair. And I was then you so would rub stressed. Your head and I'm like, you're losing more fo- follicles. I was so... Stop rubbing your head and stop wearing hats. I was so stressed out. But DP Hugh, you know, mm-hmm. um, Donna's place that we had, um, we've, she's advertised on our show a lot. And we've done, um, sh- you know, events from DP Hugh, which is she really was sick of gray hairs and invented this great advanced coloring kit for do-it-your-home things. Their root touch-up stick, um, which comes in blonde, red, dark brown, medium brown, and black, just made Allure's top, you know, 10 list of beauty things. For hair, yeah. For hair. So if you're having, um, you need to do some root touch-up, or if your Mm -hmm. part is widening, this is another thing. 
that you can get. So DPU. Yeah, people love time. that. That's 28 bucks. People love that stick. Yeah. Have you ever tried that stick, Polly? The Polly, you've used their color. Oh, yeah, I use it all the time. Yeah. I buy it in bulk yeah. every year because I know I'm going to use it. Yeah. It's great. Have color. you tried the touch up stick? I haven't yet. Yeah, they say that that is great for if you're not ready to go, you know, do everything. But yeah, cool. All, all right, right, there you go. We All will right. be back. We, when we come back, we are giving you good couch. Uh, yes, that is Kelly Clarkson covering the song we always thought was called You're Just Too Good to Be True. But Holly, what's the name of that song? It's Can't Take My Eyes Off of you. you. As covered by Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley's the original. Original. And then Lauren Hill covered the song and did it in this arrangement, which is what Kelly is paying homage to. And the killer's pay homage to the uh, Frankie Valley version. There's nothing, version. There's That's nothing Kelly song. Clarkson can't say. Oh, it's mm, so good. She is our hero. She was so good, although I was completely appalled that she was wearing a, a navy <laughs> puff sleeve shirt Bad. with a, like, suspender White. maxi dress. It looks like suspender pants, but in striped. All the way to the ground with puff sleeves. It's yeah. just, Holly, can you see that? Uh, oh, yeah. It, there's uh, fashion misses. With Kelly Clarkson, I will say that her fashion people—it's mm. hitting. It miss. might be her too. Yeah, you know, it How might does she be have time to pick out these clothes. But I think she's more careful about like what uh, on the voice. Like she does yeah. a lot of wardrobe fitting, and I just think that sometimes part of she just wants to be who she is, and that's what she'd wear around the, her house. I just am never a fan of a puff sleeve. Very rarely do you ever find me coming down in favor. Of a puff sleeve, even when they were in in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was a real hard look. Too. It is a hard look. And it's there's the so pirate. many wedding dresses mm-hmm. in the 80s. Oh, I with know. The, puff, oh. the mutton like, chop puff sleeve. I feel like I might have had a little you did. boost on my sleeve when I got married. No, you couldn't help it. Yeah, it was what yeah. we had. It was the fashion. Mm-hmm. You I know, and at the time, little... everybody's wearing it, so you think it looks good. Yep. It's only in hindsight, but in a wedding dress, you know, that's different kind of having that sleeve. But Kelly likes a good poof. She, she does. does like kind of some poof to her clothes. And um, geez, Jimmy Kimmel is uh, two for three this week, giving us amazing couch um, on uh, on the late night shows. So last night he had, well, he is such funny, wonderful rapport with Charles Barkley. He's been mm-hmm. on that show a gazillion yeah. times. Then his second guest, which I really always just have loved, Mads, Mads Mickelson. And people know him from the TV show Hannibal. He's been the villain in many, many, Casino many shows. Royale. You'll recognize him. He's He's a handsome guy, and he's doing press right now because there is this movie called Another Round which is expected to be an Oscar contender in multiple categories for international movie. And he's a potential first-time Oscar nominee as a guy who experiments with three friends to see if they will function better by increasing their blood alcohol level. That's what the movie is about. And it's called Another Round, and it's got... it's. Uh, an Oscar-nominated director's involved with it, and it's just really getting uh, good reviews. And there's a scene where Mads dances in it that people are going crazy for. But he's just a charming guy. He's, but Jimmy Kimmel decides to address right yep. away with him about how people, you know, know how we know him. 
You played a villain in uh, James Bond. You played a villain in, oh, played Hannibal Lecter. You played yep. a villain in Doctor Strange. You even were the that villain well. in the SpongeBob movie. Oh, we're having a little technical. Oh. It's not, it's, it's oh. rendering. Hold Tribute on. all this go. villainy. Are you an evil person? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's either that. Um, I, I could come with a lot of excuses, but I, I think I have to blame it on the funny accent, to be honest. The accent. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're from Denmark, and to my... I'm Danish. I mean, it, it used to be the Russians, right? And then it was the, it was the Germans. Mm -hmm. Then it was the Brits for a while. And then it's just for some odd reason, it's become the Danes. I'll take it. <laughs> Who, by the way, have never done anything to us. So it's weird that it would be that. Oh, oh, I tried a little bit. We did the Vikings did go to America, but that was before you guys, though. Yeah, yeah. We don't even. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know about that. He doesn't even know about that. And then he brings up one more place that Mads Mickelson, how we know him being a villain. Yeah, and it's in a music video. Yeah, yes, it is called "Be Better Have My Money." So I'm just going straight to Mads here. Okay. <laughs> I got a phone call from my agent that, and they said, do you want to do that uh, Rihanna thingy? And I was like, yeah, who is this Rihanna thingy? I mean, I, I don't know a lot about pop culture. Um, so but I asked my kids and they were just over the moon. So I got some brownie points there. I think that's the first time my son actually wanted to go with me on a movie set. Oh, uh, really? I didn't let him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you let him? Well, oh, now that I think about that video, I know why you didn't let your son come. That's one of the reasons. And I think he had a little crush on her, and that would be a little too tricky. He wasn't that old. You were worried that he might run away with Rihanna. Uh, yeah, I had a, a small fear of that. Yeah. <laughs> or, vice or vice versa. You never know. So pop culture is not your thing. You're not up on, uh, on what's happening. Not a lot. I mean, I know a lot about sports, and I do recognize people who are doing sports. I recognize their faces and sometimes also their names. But... No actors and singers, no, not so much. Uh, another round. So there he is. There mm -hmm. you go. So He's got I, a snaggle tooth. People yes. would recognize him. He is a very kind of, uh, I love his snaggle tooth. He's it got a snaggle tooth. to yeah. his, uh, totally. je ne sais quoi. It does. So anyway. Yeah, people yeah. would recognize him because right. you see him always be a villain. I mean, yeah. So that's a movie to be uh, watching out for. I think it might be dropping this week on one of the streaming services. It's called Another Round or it might be video on demand and we have to pay for it. But uh, he's getting really good um, buzz for this for this movie and um prime video you gotta buy it okay 6.99 well that's mm -hmm. not right mm -hmm. I, yeah you could do that mm -hmm. and then uh alec baldwin um has had to take a crappy epic disaster movie because now he has six children under the age of seven to feed and no more snl donald trump things so yeah he's actually signed on you guys to it we're getting it we haven't had one for a long time here it is supercell is an epic disaster movie that tells the tale of William, a good-hearted teenager who always lived in hope of following in his father's footsteps the legendary storm chaser Bill Brody, killed by a massive super tornado. His father's legacy is now a tourist, uh, storm-chasing tourist business. You know, they have people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go yeah. on the storm chaser, managed by the greedy and reckless Zane Rogers, played by Alec Baldwin who's now using William, the good-hearted teenager, as the main attraction to lead a group of unsuspecting adventurers deep into the eye of the most dangerous supercell tornado ever. Uh -huh.
Yeah. Is this going to be on sci-fi? No. No. Oh. It is directed... Um, well, you would think he would need jobs. My goodness. I, I, I don't know. You, I his, like him in movies. His IMDb is I'm, littered with these kinds of movies. Yeah, yeah. The Hunt for Red... I'm just thinking the of... The Hunt for well, Red October. That was, a great that was movie. legit, though. That was great. That yeah. was a legit movie. <laughs> yeah, so go was. back to the drawing board, Missy. All right, well, that's the only one I could think of off the hand. Well, the top one, of my head. you look at his... Yeah, well, straight... This would be, back in the day, would be what they would call straight to video. He's going the Mel Gibson, Bruce Willis, I need the money. He's also playing Enzo Ferrari in a Lamborghini biopic produced by Monica Bacardi. And he's also doing a movie called uh, Chick Fight, which was quote-unquote released last November. Oh, that was uh, supposed to be horrible. It's supposed to be horrible. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what Alec is doing. I just think he's going to do impressions of himself in schlock movies for a good payday. That's what he's doing. I don't see anything wrong with that. But he's a good actor. He is a good actor. And I think that he is going to be getting, I don't know, I don't see him and Hilarious staying together. Really? Why are you saying that? They just had another child. They've been living in separate houses saying it's because he's filming, but it's really because he's tired and... um, he doesn't want to have that many children at the age of 62. Well, he's 63. not too tired to be trolling on Twitter again. No, I know. I know. But that is the word that they're living in two different houses. Because he's filming. Okay. I would use that excuse. Let's well, like that a business in, trip to get some sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a ton of kids. They do. Um, okay, and I know you said something. What was Cynthia Revo was going to be in the Pinocchio? Pinocchio. She mm-hmm. also has this casting news. Um, Apple TV announced a new anthology series. Um, it's called Roar. It'll be Nicole Kidman, who's executive producing, Cynthia Riva, Arivo, Merritt Weaver. I love, love, love her. Love her and Nurse everything Jackie, she's in. Everything she's in. Allison Brie. And it is the... It's Apple's first from the Glow creators, this uh, Liz Flayhive and Carly Mensch. That was such a good show. Yes, and uh, Netflix kind of, they abruptly pulled back the, the Glow's final season order due to the pandemic. So it's adapted from a book by the same name. And it's a collection of short stories focused on women and um, told from a female point of view and uh, people are salivating like this is going. They're hoping Elizabeth Moss every week. It'll be a different story. Oh, good. Or, so they're going to be filming that. And uh, there's a new movie that's being filmed with um, the girl from S Creek, Annie Murphy, who played the sister and Allison Janney and Ben Platt. And it's called the people we hate at weddings. Okay. That sounds hysterical. Okay. That just, I it's love supposed, the title. Yeah, I it's love supposed it. to be very four weddings and a funeral. Oh, I love it. Um, I this, love it. It's uh this it's being adapted from a Grant Grinder novel and um uh yeah, it's just yeah, people we hate at the wedding. So those are the people that just got cast in that. And Allison Janney, her series mom is oh, coming to an end. I know. They're that show had nowhere to go without uh, the star who just quits two weeks before they start filming. No kidding. I would that to me. I, there's there's something there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the and the rumor is that uh, Michael B. Jordan might be Superman. 
Love it. In the tea. But do we need another? I'm so sick of these. I don't even, it's like gloss over the eyes. I'm worried. uh, You know, I'm always worried about any Superman, anything, because it's just always had so many troubles and woes. What happens to the lead actors in a Superman? Kind of, kind Mm -hmm. of. And um, by the way, USA Today, they did love Moxie. Oh, I think that's on Netflix tonight. I think Mm -hmm. people are going to be excited about that. Yeah, very good. Mm -hmm. So, all right, listen, when we come back, um, let's uh, do a little Hollywood speak. And we got a well-placed source saying somebody, somebody is worried about somebody. (laughs) So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, darling, let's get at it. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, well, a source told Entertainment Tonight that Kim Kardashian will always love Kanye, but she is worried about his mental health. What is going on now? Why has she not been in the news for a few days? Or is this to get us to tune into something or look at her Instagram page? As as uh, the sources her mom, Chris, multiple sources, Jenner, mm-hmm. uh, last week planted <laughs> three exclusive stories with people: one with Us Magazine, a couple with the Daily Mail. I don't know why, because they keep spinning the story about how Kim is just surrounded with love and her kids love her and she's doing i mean like no one thinks of kim kardashian as being like the bad guy in this breakup i'm just trying to see when this no at all so i don't know why they and i i think it's kind of like um it's not a surprise uh, to anybody that um kim might be worried about kanye but i don't get why they're playing the strategy of planting these stories unless it's because Kim's not in the news. Well, right. And the the, key, the final season, the 20th season premieres on E! And their last season on, on March 18th of this month of Keeping Up with the Kardashians before they go to Hulu to do whatever they're doing next. But Which they haven't even filmed. Maybe anything. they're just trying to get some buzz going to remember us, remember us, remember us. Because mm-hmm. we've got our show coming back and we could use some eyeballs. All right. Yeah. I mean. Why don't you put out a story that you're worried about me? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, Tiger Woods' ex-mistress, Rachel Yucatel, would like uh, to take the stigma out of sugar baby dating. Okay, first of all, that was the, her name was the very first name that came up when the accident happened that she's very worried about him. I'm just kind of sick of her right now. Um, the stigma out of dating as sugar daddy? Yeah, to being a sugar baby. She well, would like to take the stigma out of that. I'll uh, give you further clue. 
she signed up to be the po- the spokesperson for, for a website called SeekingArrangement.com, which yeah. is all about sugar babies finding so-called sugar, sugar daddies. Da- daddies or sugar mamas. I feel like she might be the most well-known, but I don't know that she's the best spokesperson for that organ Mm-mm. for that place. You know, I, I didn't. She just she said, "I um, don't know. I don't. I don't. You know, I watched the Tiger Woods at second part on HBO Max. Yeah, um, the documentary, and she, you know, Tiger really screwed her over. Mm-hmm. Okay." They screwed her over when they got caught the second time. You know, he made her get on the phone and talk to his wife about the text oh, that and she found. Oh, say it wasn't true. And say it wasn't true. But then two days later, you know, someone catches her going into his hotel room at the Australian Open down under right. or something. And she then never heard from him again until she got a settlement. I mean, he really did. Mm-hmm. I mean, his management said, we got to cut all ties. This is, we're doing damage control on this immediately right now. And you're out of here. And she, and her heart was with him, you know, but I think all these years later, she was just having an affair with another man and it was public. Uh-huh. And I, I don't have any, I, I don't know that she's going to get it rid of the sugar baby no, she's trying to take the stigma out yeah. because she says she's been on seeking arrangement for years and i thought well that was essentially your relationship with, it was you know, she's having affairs with married men it's for mutually beneficial relationships fine good luck to you <laughs> that should have been my answer before i went into <laughs> right. that long roundabout thing but i did have empathy for her because really she was in love with him, and he said he was in love with her while that was going on, and he was married, you know, but at the same time... Here's a here's a hint. Don't believe it when you say, I love you to each other, and you're both married, okay? <laughs> uh, that's clue number one. I love you right now until we get caught. That's right. Mm-hmm. Once you get caught, it's, it's a whole not- different story. Then you're going to find out if people I, are really in love. I was never that into you. Okay, uh... Here, why is why uh, men are turning to makeup because of too many Zoom calls? Okay, men like women can't stand looking at themselves on a flat screen. You look outrageous. If I look at ourselves, if we don't, and we put on makeup, yeah, and we still look gaunt and pale. I men, why not? Yeah, apparently, use a little guy liner. It looks good. CBS I mean, CBS has added a men's makeup range called Strike, and it's spelled S T R Y X. And its slogan is "Nothing is wrong with handsome," I and agree. of course, I'm gonna. We're all gonna agree with that. And um, that started um, last June after they found out that 25 percent of guys would consider wearing some kind of guy-specific makeup. And if the ladies, if they've got Remember, anything good, we know it'll be less money. There our, won't be a pink tax. Our friend came up. Hopkins? No, before him. Before when we were just. Talking about our TV show, The Powder Room. Oh, yeah. Our friend wanted to do ma- male makeup. makeup yep. line. Wait, and we're talking 2000. Wow. Yep. It's been coming. Yeah. It's been coming. I don't I don't have a problem with it. Why shouldn't men have an opportunity to cover something beauty, up and look good? They've got a BB cream for men. Um, Which would got, be, you know, a little bit of lotion, a little bit of self-tanner, a little bit of cover-up. Why not? I what? always want uh, Hugh Grant to moisturize whenever I saw him. When I saw him on the Zoom at the Golden Globes, and when I saw Tom... <laughs> When I saw Sean Penn, I, I wanted to get my. I don't have a problem with this at all. I wanted to get my paste, 
my moisturizer. Yeah. Women, our skin tone isn't the same color all over, and we get help. I, I have no, I think men should if they want to. Okay, well, that's what's happening. Yeah, they I'm are all for buying it. makeup like crazy. I'm the, all for it. Why should eyebrows? they have a zit or ruddy skin and look horrible on these things? They're selling eyebrow and beard um fix like so people can like run a little stuff through their yeah, unruly it's thing. better hopefully look it's not like Ron Papel. look at Colin Farrell's yeah, eyebrows used it. okay um so Paris, I'm embracing that I think that's a good trend yeah okay Catherine Zeta-Jones and Di- <gasps> Diane von Furstenberg were on with notes. Andy Cohen I have my notes right here from last you night you know she's a liar about her age she's really 60, 10 years. 61 not 51 and last night I felt she proved it when she talked about how many times she'd met Freddie Mercury? Oh, what year did he die? Like Eight. 91, maybe? Okay, 91. But way early on when she was in a play. Yeah, the, she the West said I was, oh, I was like 17. She was trying to do the math. I could see her doing it. And she said he would come and see me when I was on 42nd Street on in the West End of London. And I thought, Freddie Mercury, you knew Freddie Mercury? I knew you weren't 51. The math doesn't math. Okay, so, well, here's the math. It does math because she was in 42nd Street in 1987. Oh. And he was alive. Yes, he was. During that time. So the math could work out. would she have been in 1987? Well, allegedly 17. Right. Uh-uh. That's the part that's that's off. She was really 27. But she'd I don't already know. I don't know that it's. That I don't know that off. it's ten years, but I will say uh-huh. she looks different because I'm also looking seventeen, and then also I see another source saying she was nineteen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that it's a full ten, Lori. I'm oh, thinking it's that a there's full ten. It's a full ten, <laughs> Julia. Trust. Why did she have to get another full facelift before this Golden Globes? I mean, she had a new face at the Golden Globes. She did. And, and it was so awkward because Andy was trying to say Diane von Furstenberg and her iconic fashion line and oh, Captain Zeta Jones, the house of Zeta Jones. And I was just like, wow. Something's different in her eyes. Her eyes used to be more almond shaped and now they're more um, olive shaped, rounder. They're rounder. She had a brow lift. I don't mind. I don't that. mind I just, it at all. I, I admire her. I wish I'd thought of it. Well, we know you're 32. Who yeah, cares? I know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it just it just slays 